Welcome to Kill You With Truth on this Thursday morning, and it's glorious. Glorious for all the right reasons. We'll tell you about the Avalanche, how good they're doing. The Nuggets, how good they're doing. And your Broncos and Russell Wilson, how good he's doing. Like, subscribe, comment. I like how people, like when they do these things, they say, comment here. I'm just going to do this all over the place. And there really is just, just, uh, really just comment anywhere. Hey, it's Johnny Love. Oh, hey. Hi, Johnny. How you doing, pal? I'm good. How are you? <clears throat> well, what do you think? No beard. What's, what's that stuff on your face? Yeah. It's called skin. Yeah. And slight stubble. I'll give you details about my haircut and shave. I got it done the right way. We could get to that a little bit later, too. But let's get to the question of the day. It wasn't Nate's knife, did it? Is that how? It was. See, you're spoiling everything, Johnny. It, it was Nate's knife. And I was naked in the woods. And Nate shaved and me with. Well, I was actually pretty reassured. But that's not a good show. <laughs> naked and reassured. Naked and reassured. Naked and reassured. <laughs> getting a edge shave from didn't Nate's qu- hunting knife. Naked and reassured didn't quite make the TLC cut. It didn't, but that's how I felt. Maybe you watch it on Annie. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> question of the day. Who is Russell Wilson now? <laughs> what? <laughs> I really feel... <laughs> Did they use your hairs for the, the coat that he was wearing? I thought I day? should do a spit take there, Johnny. Not, okay. not, not that your question was that outrageous. I... I just felt every now and then I should do a spit take. All right. Who is Russell Wilson now? Well, Russell Wilson is now 35 years old. Russell Wilson yesterday said he wants to play into his 40s. Russell Wilson got this reception at the Nuggets game last night. All right. Wow. Johnny, how would you describe that reception for Russell Wilson at the Nuggets game? I would say it's warm. It was warm, like the jacket that he was wearing. Uh, What a jacket. That must have been a birthday present and cost a few chinchillas their life. What kind of chinchilla do you think is orange and blue? A fashionable one. Okay. And one hanging off his shoulders, but I'm sure that's faux. There's no way that's real. I'm sure that's faux chinchilla, John. What what the exact dialed in color of orange and blue chinchilla? Listen, man, you know, you can dye anything, but ain't no way Russ is using real chinchilla. But you know what I'm saying. And notice where those seats were. Yes, feet were on the floor. Yes, front row. But Johnny, those weren't center row, center row tickets, were they? Let me tell you this, too. Russ likes a little bit of attention, but not a lot. And he wanted to be at the Nuggets game 
on his 35th birthday, obviously. So my guess is that he got those tickets a little bit last minute. I think he likes the attention too, because obviously he could be in some sort of luxury suite, but sitting courtside for the Nuggets is fun. It is. So I don't really blame him. He's got the money. It's a fun way to enjoy the night, but he's getting something else from the Nuggets games, which is really fascinating. He's getting energy and um, a sense of excitement about what it's like to be, well, frankly, beloved by this crowd. Johnny, I'm telling you, there were games that Russell Wilson was at last year where they did not put him up on the Jumbotron. And I think they did so on purpose just to be kind to him because things weren't going so great. In fact, he just kind of skipped going to a lot of Nuggets games. He went to a Nuggets game last night. That game got over at 10 o'clock. He's got to be at work at like, I don't know, 530 in the morning or whatever he does. It's a work day today, but he still wanted to go to that Nuggets game last night. Who is Russell Wilson? He's somebody who's finding inspiration and enjoyment in his life right now. And he is inspired by going to Nuggets games. It does give him a sense of a championship mindset. And you know what, Johnny? It doesn't hurt to have 19,000 people stand up and say, yay, yay, you, yay, yay. Instead of this, boo, boo, yay, boo, yay. I mean, Johnny, what would you rather have? You, you know what I would rather have? What, Johnny? I would rather have the ability to last minute buy floor tickets. Yeah, this game. no kidding. Because if you see my camera angle there, I went right to the center center. I was like, oh, Russ is here. I didn't even realize it. Go to set. Wait, well, he's not center center. Where the, where the heck is he? All right, still there, obviously, because he's hugging Rocky. Listen, who is Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson's having a damn good time. Russell Wilson is um, the leader of a, a team that's won five football games in a row. Russell Wilson is somebody who's likely been a little bit humbled. Somebody who leans on Davis Webb, a quarterback coach who's younger than him. And Russell Wilson is somebody who's finding a good rhythm in a style that he didn't want to embrace last year. These are all very, very positive things. Meanwhile, out there at a uh, Bronco land, as John Elway once said, Jerry, Jerry, Judy, Johnny, Jerry, Judy, Johnny, say that one more time. Jerry, Judy, Johnny has a groin, but is expected to be practicing today. You may be a little bit more concerned about Marvin Mims. He has a hamstring. We'll see on him. And perhaps the most concerning will Lutz has a hip. Will Lutz, if you don't know, cause he's unrecognizable. He is your kicker. For the Denver Broncos, Rutrow, that could be bad. He's your kicker, your leading point scorer, and just a fun guy to wear a cowboy hat. He has a hip, so keep an eye on that as we follow the Broncos at practice. Also, something to keep in mind, too, Marvin Mims, Johnny. He's creeping up there. In the past three games, Jerry Judy has 129 snaps. Marvin Mims has 115. Uh-oh. Meanwhile, in the NFL, something completely stupid is happening. Aaron Rodgers is practicing. 
Woo! Talk about an attention monger. Nobody wants more attention than Aaron Rodgers, and that's why he's practicing with, like, zero reality that he's actually going to play in a game. It would be beyond stupid for him to play in a game this particular year. But he's out there. He's the front page story on ESPN.com and everywhere in the NFL world. Ooh, Aaron Rodgers is practicing. Boo! Boo! I was asked yesterday by my guy, Tyler Columbus, and I am on noon to three. PhD on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. I was asked by a mighty mountain of a man, Tyler Columbus, you know, what? how would I feel about Aaron Rodgers if he was a Denver Bronco? I would, uh, and my guy Scotty Hastings has an interesting feeling of Sean Payton. He just doesn't like Sean Payton the person, but he likes his success as a coach. And, and likely, I think I would be the same way with Aaron Rodgers. You know, in hard knocks, they made him look like a human being, but they also made him look like he had final edits. It's like Michael Jordan in the last dance. Like, hey, Aaron, is this okay? So I think that was manufactured. I don't think that was real. I think there may be some nice moments with Aaron Rodgers. But ultimately, I think he's just all about attention for himself. That's it. That's why he'll keep playing. How could he stop playing? Nobody will pay any attention to him. And I think this is what that move is. Meanwhile, Joe Flacco could start for the Browns against the Rams. That to me is just funny. And Bailey Zappi, what a name, Johnny. Can you imagine if your name was Bailey Zappi? How fun would that be? I think you'd be getting a milkshake with Veronica and Jughead. I mean, it would be awesome. Bailey Zappi is here, everybody. Where's Biff? Man. Hey, McFly. It's Bailey Zappi. That's a weird name. Bailey? Bailey? Can you name a famous Bailey from one of my favorite TV sitcoms? No. Bailey was the, is she cute or not cute in a tomboy sort of way, promotion director from WKRP in Cincinnati. She was like Marianne and Ginger. Like Lonnie Anderson, the receptionist, Jennifer in WKRP. You know, she's just flat out beautiful, just like Ginger. But then there was Marianne. Like, Marianne was sneaky, really good-looking. And Bailey was like that on WKRP. Sure, it didn't stand out like Ginger and Jennifer. But when you think about it, not bad. Not bad. It's kind of like Joe on um, that show with Mrs. Gilbert. I'm getting this one wrong. The one with Natalie and Tootsie. Facts of life. Facts of life. <laughs> Like, there's Blair. It's like, all right, Blair, we get it. But Joe. Hmm. What yeah. was television like back when it was just black and white? <sighs> Let's move along. The Nuggets won 134 to 124. They are undefeated at home. Johnny, can you name the other undefeated team at home in the association? Uh, the Celtics. You are correct. How did you know that, Johnny? Really? I guessed. Oh boy. The Celtics are eight and oh. The Nuggets are now nine and oh. They're one game behind Minnesota in the Western Conference. So despite that like horrific road trip, 
they're actually, you know, in pretty good shape. So I'm happy for those old nuggets. It was a good win yesterday, but a weird one because they played no defense, but they were lights out shooting the ball, Johnny. Lights out shooting the ball. I mean, they were unbelievable. Michael Porter Jr. was a stunning season high hitting seven three-pointers, seven of 12 for 30 points. Jokic rolling up another triple-double, 32, 10, and 15. Meanwhile, we saw the return of Jamal Murray. We'll get there in a second. But let's talk to Michael Malone, who had this to say about the win. It's a great group in there. You know, I love work, I love working with them. I love coaching them. And even though tonight wasn't, you know, one of the security guards said, hey, great win tonight. I said it was a great outcome. I wouldn't call it a great win. It's a great outcome. But uh, I prefer great outcomes to uh, shitty losses. Wow. But wouldn't we all prefer a great outcome, Johnny, to a shitty loss? I, I would I would have to agree. Just think about, you know, like your life. Like a chore, you know, wouldn't you rather just have the, wouldn't you rather just have a great outcome with your laundry rather than, you know, mixing the colored clothes with the, with the whites? I I don't want to know what a great outcome with, with your laundry is. That's, that sounds. Well, Johnny, if you, if you see some of my undergarments, you you just sort of take whatever. The Broncos are also on a streak right now. They are. I got the joke. I'm not like Chad Brown. They're doing great. The Nuggets. However, there was a downside to the game, unfortunately. So we got everybody clapping for Russell Wilson. We got Michael Porter Jr. and Jokic doing great. We saw the return of Jamal Murray from a hamstring injury. Now, listen, Jamal had 16 points in 22 minutes. He had a minutes restriction. He had six rebounds, six assists. You know, on the surface, he's doing okay, but the shooting was four of 14. He was only in the game. He, he actually was three of eight from three. That's why his numbers were pretty good. But he early in the game, now he's coming off a hamstring injury, but he turned his ankle. Oh, my God. Jamal, frustrated? Frustrated. I told you. And that was his entire press conference, Johnny, like that. Now, he was wearing a killer silk shirt. I'll give him credit on that. I mean, he looked fantastic. But he was so frustrated. I felt bad for him. And you got to do some you got to do some interesting things for me to feel bad for you when you make like $30 million a year. And, and I might be selling him short. It may be more than that with Jamal. I feel bad for him. I think he works hard. I think he's a good dude. I think he's a world-class player. And when you're dealing with a hamstring injury and then you're, you're over that, you feel good. And then you get another stupid injury. I asked Michael Porter Jr. about his ankle because it definitely was a turning of the ankle for Jamal Murray. And he sucked it up and tied his shoes a little tighter and probably got another wrap during halftime to, to gut it out. But in all honesty, last night, the Nuggets actually really didn't need Jamal Murray. Uh, Reggie Jackson had another very solid game. Now, you you need Jamal Murray to win a championship, but it just sucks feeling left out. The guys don't really need you, but they do down the line. And then he injures himself again. Michael Porter Jr. had a grade three ankle sprain. 
that he's still dealing with. If you notice, Michael Porter Jr. had a great game at home and a bad game on the road in back-to-back games against the Clippers. Well, he admitted that, yeah, my ankle does bother me. So the back-to-back things are a little bit difficult. Here's more from Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, nobody got the defensive chain tonight. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, that's sometimes human nature to – when you're when you got it going on one end, it kind of, but we can't do that. That's not championship habits. So, coach was reminding us of that. Um, yeah, we can't we can't be like that. Yeah, because they were shooting so well that do we really even need to play defense? I don't know. I mean, look at me. I'm shooting lights out. We're scoring 134 points. I don't know, Johnny. Do we really need to play defense? And that's the way the NBA goes. It's not right for a championship, but you can get away with it in the regular season. And Michael Malone just kind of shrugs his shoulders and is like, you know what? Nobody gets the defensive player of the game because y'all kind of sucked on that. But we got five games in seven days. We got Jamal trying to come back from an injury. We're going to be in, where are we going to be on Friday? I don't know. Actually, they're going to be in Phoenix on Friday. The big matchup with the Suns. Oh, boy. And then Sacramento on Saturday night. Then they come home from two days only to fly to Los Angeles again because they're not in the in-season tournament, Johnny, which sucks. I'm telling you, it sucks that they're not in there. I, I have blue court envy. Boo. I wanted them to be champions of the in-season tournament. I wanted them to be world kings of the NBA Cup. I wanted glory in late November and early December, and we got nothing. Squad douche. We got another game against the stupid Clippers, and then the Rockets next week. Boo! I am so sick of seeing the Rockets. Jeff Green was not honored last night. He's going to be honored the next time around because more of his family can actually be in Denver. I was sitting there the whole game like, when are they going to honor Jeff Green? Turns out he wants his family to be there when he gets his ring and be celebrated. So that's happening some other time. But it was cool to see him, and it was cool to beat the Rockets. They didn't even have Fred Van Vliet. What a great name. Like, don't you think Fred Van Vliet would be some sort of like uh, – um billionaire on the Beverly Hillbillies. Sure. That might get on Gilligan's Island and his daughter may go to the private school with, with 2d on the facts of life, Joe Blair, Jennifer Bailey, Ginger, Marianne. I can do this all day. Let's talk about the avalanche. You wouldn't believe this, Johnny, but with two games in hand, you understand what that means? Two games in hand? Two games in hand is worth one in the bush. They win against Phoenix tonight, and we'll have a live watch along tonight. Come back here. and I'm going to try to get Mike Chambers and maybe some other hockey nerds to watch the game with me. We'll see. But one way or the other, we're going to be watching on this YouTube channel and YouTube channels in the uh, family of YouTube channels. The game tonight against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. They don't want to just be the Phoenix Coyotes, Johnny. No, 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 no. 
They represent, you know, Glendale and Surprise and Gilbert and, and Mesa and Flagstaff and Sedona and parts of the Grand Canyon. They're the Arizona Coyotes. They kind of hate Tucson, which is weird. Still part of Arizona. Most people do. I think it's a Tempe thing. Ah, you wouldn't understand. Well, these Avalanche, they're in first place in the Central with games in hand. They're right behind uh, Vegas and somebody else for first place in the Western Conference, Vancouver. I wrote a note down, Johnny. Don't yell at me. I took notes. They're one point behind Vancouver, two points behind Vegas, two games in hand. So if they beat Arizona, they beat Anaheim, guess what? Your Colorado Avalanche, you seem to have an identity crisis after losing in three out of four games, these three on the road, 15-0, and being smoked by the Blues at home, 8-2, to two, where Jared Bednar says it was the worst pile of horse poop he's ever seen. They are right there, first place in the Western Conference. Never mind the Central Division. I'm talking Western Conference. Johnny, they're on fire. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They are playing great. So we will celebrate that with a watch-along tonight. Johnny, Russell Wilson's birthday. The Avalanche basically in first place. The Nuggets one game behind Minnesota, undefeated at home. I mean, what is going on here, Johnny? Things were so great and brilliant. I had to wear shades. The future's so bright. That was a big song when I was watching the Facts of Life back in the day. Name that artist. Uh, I've got to wear shades. I've got to wear shades. Tim Buck three. Boom, boom, boom. How the did I know Tim Buck three did that song? Suck it, Johnny. <laughs> you want to know about my haircut? Sure. I would love to. I'll go in there. I'm telling you. I go to a corporate haircut place. I don't want to mention them because I'd rather have them sponsor Kill You a Truth. But they're not paying me anything. And the haircut wasn't free. So they ain't getting a free plug. But I went into corporate haircut place. Now, Johnny, I do like to pamper myself like four or five times a year. Because the, the beard growth is never a plan. It's always just laziness. And boy, was I feeling kind of ultra lazy. I mean, I wasn't looking good. I barely look good. I don't look good. But it was getting ridiculous. Johnny, I love haircut people who don't talk to you. Of course. Love them. You know what? You got an assignment. You're good at it. I just need a moment or two of you just cutting my hair in some peace and quiet while I get silently pampered. She was perfect. And she took her time, Johnny cutting my hair she used scissors all around now i'm not against the clippers but you know work your craft that's what i say and when she did the neck shave johnny straight edge razor on the neck shave my man that's what i'm talking about and when it came to the beard unfortunately i had to kind of rush out there so i couldn't get the full treatment so i got a little stubble on the beard she would have done the straight edge on the beer, too, but I had to run, unfortunately. We we're cutting it a little close on time. But when she said, do you want the hot towel? Damn right I want the hot towel. 
I'm just telling you, I had the haircut of my life. I wish I had more time because she was courteous, quiet, and confident. And I like those qualities in a haircut rather than the person sitting right next to me, which was blabby and quick. Blabby, blab, 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 blab. Oh my God, shut up. Blab, 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 blab. And then zing, 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 zing. You're done. Get out of my chair. Get into my dreams. Billy Ocean, 80s song. Look it up. Johnny, I like it quiet, courteous, and calm. <sighs> Can you tell I've been married for a long time? <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> All right, what's on? Should should we not even do what's on the shelf? Was that 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 probably was enough? That that's what's on the I, shelf. I do have a shelf. I have a shelf item. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. We, we it's and this happened in another video. We featured this already, but for the uh, the main podcast, what's that little um, orange thing right there in front of the cowbell? Uh oh. <laughs> Is that a bird? Right. It's a it's a bird whistle. My cats love this. My mom, um, when we do the PETA painting podcast, which debuts on Sunday mornings, which is awesome. PETA painting podcast. All the paintings are for sale, for available for purchase. I was using this. But I was having a hard time. I'm not now. I mean, I'm brilliant now. But I was struggling with that before. So my mom sent me this. A bird whistle. It like whistles in the homes at the same time. Oh my God. All the rats are lining up. I now have to lead them down the road. Because I'm Irish. St. Darren. I'm Irish and I'm drunk. And I'm leading a bunch of rats down the road and I'm reading a Frank McCourt book uh, about, you know, somebody sleeping on a banister with a nail because we're poor. Potato. I kill you with truth. 